Hey everyone, it's Gerald, better known as Yes Elvis Lives, and tonight on episode 62 of the World Famous Game Source Podcast, we're going to do a little tribute to our own Angry Nick by playing, oh, just what you may consider the best of, or what many others may consider the worst of, Angry Nick. Hope you enjoy it, and please... If you respond via email at yourgamesource at yahoo.com or follow us on Facebook and reply there or in our forums on www.yourgamesource.com, be nice to him or at least a little bit more gentle than we are. Thank you. Kaz Harai. 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 I don't know. I mean, uh, if the games are anything like the new Fable that they previewed at uh, uh, the uh, Microsoft press conference, I can understand why they would delay that. <laughs> uh, it has a bit, that was actually a 2012 release uh, originally. Yeah, well, it needs to be like a 2020 release. <laughs> Poor Peter Molyneux. No, Someday good. what he says is going to actually happen. That game sucked, and it's going to suck no matter how many revisions they make, and it just sucked even more because they put a connect with it. There's Chris, no you're, Chris you're, you were about to say something, Chris. Wait, what? Oh, uh, oh I don't even remember. Because <laughs> Nick, uh, Nick is on a tangent today. We have, uh, there's Angry Birds, now today we've got Angry Nick. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I got. I rightfully so. I have to tear that game to shreds because the last one sucked. Fable one was okay, and Nick, three was just horrendous. Nick, when's your birthday? Next month. Uh, well, then next year, your next birthday, you're going to be getting a new Fable game. <laughs> Terrific! I'll use it as a uh, as a coaster on my table. Cause <laughs> <laughs> Hazari. Huzzah, hurray. Kaz, hurray. Yeah. Hurray, hurray. Yeah, well, the hardware is definitely ready. If it's being released in Japan. Yes. It's like, followed by example, Nintendo released terrible titles and therefore overpriced their system, which wasn't worth it. So Sony actually did one intelligent thing and went, oh, well, we don't have strong enough launch titles. Our product is going to cost too much when it comes out for the holiday season, so let's wait a year and release it and be intelligent about this and release it with strong launch titles at a decent price. In the middle of no particular buying time. Exactly. So after their anonymous breach, I guess they strategically thought about this. You know, they have all these really, you know, stupid commercials about 
people like jamming on their PSP outside of a McDonald's and all this other stuff. How many people do you actually see doing using an AD Hawk or infrastructure wireless connection wherever they are to go multiplayer online on the PSP? I mean, really. Not you know, I don't think the uh, the online multiplayer community is going to be that large. I mean, maybe a little bit larger than what it was because of the 3G capacity and, and a non-Wi-Fi leash that you have to have on, but still projected you know projected multiplayer i i don't think they're 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 really overshooting the um amount that amount of people and gamers are going to you know do this multiplayer thing online uh, then i agree with you guys i think uh i think the answer is uh going to be that people are more people are going to get the uh the non-3g version at 250 yeah. um what can I say? I just can't imagine like how they're going to market that because I don't know how many people are going to know. They'll Hopefully probably incentivize than, it with a free game. Hopefully, better than they did the move. Because like people aren't going to know rough. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, obviously, I didn't know, but like people aren't going to be able to tell like, oh, you have to pay an extra twenty five dollars a month. I mean, they're not going to market that obviously, but they can't pretend it doesn't exist. Well, they're probably going to just uh, say you know, uh, this monthly is, fees you know, apply. Yeah, monthly fees apply. Our partnership with AT and T. Oh, by the way, get Uncharted Golden Abyss free with the, when you buy the uh, 3G version. Probably. Hey, take it yeah. from us. We work for Sony. Their advertisement and marketing sucks. <laughs> what are you talking about? Those commercials with like that vice president, Kevin Butler. He, I love Kevin Butler. Okay, Kevin Butler is the only yeah. good thing Sony has going for him. Beside that, their marketing and advertisement sucks. <laughs> You then are again, just... the Kevin Butler commercials so, don't kudos, really tell you anything. Kudos to you, Microsoft. <laughs> kudos to you. You are just full of venom today. I like it. I like it. We got a feisty Nick on our podcast tonight. Feisty Nick. Down boy. Down boy. <laughs> All right. I think, we gotta, I think we gotta hose him off uh uh during the break, don't you think? That probably oh. a good idea. Speaking of break, we're our, our sponsors are, are telling us to uh yeah. Um we're gonna go ahead, go ahead and go to break. We'll come back and do the uh We'll come back and do some game reviews. If you All would right. like to sponsor us, you can contact us, though. At yeah. yourgamestores at yahoo.com. And Kevin Butler, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you back in just a second. You're listening to the Game Source Podcast. Yay! Great job, girls. A lot better than 70% of the Connect games that are out right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that one honestly does a bunch more games that are better than that of course Dance Central Connect Sports are two of the oh, top please. I don't want to hear about Dance Central that game is uh, real you can't dance. it's a lot of fun Nick it's beyond the fact that I can't dance It's that game is just so overplayed and if I have to hear freaking Lady Gaga one more time well, I'm it's actually Cascade or Cascada the, that plays the theme song oh terrific <laughs> um, oh, oh. Alright guys, we're going go to go to another short recess while Chris uh, sings some more show tunes on our way out. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back. The Round Table of Doom. And we're back everybody. And he's still on fire. And I'm yes. still on fire. It's only take number three. <laughs> All right. 
So, and again, I have to restate, just like I did the other two times, no soundboard this time, or I have been threatened with impending death. From Sam. I didn't say death, I just said violence. Okay. So, including your battle or an M9. <laughs> which will be, oh, by the way, Roundtable of Doom, which will be the, re- the best three, three, and I literally mean the best three this year. We have on our lineup Battlefield 3, COD, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 3, Uncharted 3, Gears of War 3, Resistance 3, and nobody seriously better pick this one. Saints Row the Third. <laughs> so these are all the the third the, the third. Yes. Yeah, the third the third iterations that are coming out this holiday season. So which one in your guys' opinion is going to be the best of that bunch? Is it the one that we would like the most or the one that we think is going to do the best? Which one do you think it's going to... Well, actually, not sales-wise, because sales-wise, I think, you know, you've got to say Call of Duty, but yeah. which, which quality-wise? How about that? Like, okay. most satisfaction from, the, from everybody. Yeah, okay. the best, the best uh, critical rating from you, you know, that you're going to give. Of these games that you're going to play, let's say you played all of them, which game do you, is going to be the one that's going to say it's, it's the best one? Certainly not Saints Row. Thanks <laughs> so much on that game. Yes, uh, Saints Row the Third. I, let's um, start with Sam. What is your gripe with Saints Row? It's a terrible game. Bottom line, it's terrible in every way. Graphically, it's terrible. Gameplay is terrible. It's just terrible. I guess and he doesn't like. Per- I, it should be burnt in a mass staking, and we should pick <laughs> it. Yeah, I obviously doesn't like the the color purple. Uh, which no. uh, Saints Row the Third is the I mean, like this time. really Resistance, a third one. I mean, the second one wasn't even that good. I mean, really, a third one. I mean, really, well, have to, you have to know how the world ends. Oh yeah, of course. I guess I neglected to you know make note of that factor number two. Yeah, and uh, that's the same with Gears of War. They have to know how the war ends and how and how Sarah gets destroyed by the yeah. locust and Lambent. So. And then they'll make a Gears of War for, you know, and then it'll be the Saints Row. They have to make sure that the main character and the Saints all die because the other gangs around there kill them all. Yeah, I mean, it's real simple. Drake dies. That's that's how it ends. We all know it. So uh, obviously we zombie. (laughs) Zombie now in Uncharted Four. So we know. that that's obviously Nick's choice for the uh, the title headed for failure. Correct, oh, yeah. Nick. Oh yeah. Kaz Hazari. Hazar Harari. Kaz Harai. Yeah, Harai. Harai. You know, if Nintendo wasn't really having a bad enough year as it was, PETA or PETA, whatever the name of the stupid company's called. Um the ethical treatment of animals. Really, guys? I mean, you don't have anything better to do? I mean, go and save some lost animals halfway across the world. You gotta you gotta file a suit against Nintendo, which, by the way, you're not going to win. Nick, you'd be, uh, <laughs> you'd be nice now to PETA. You'd be nice now to PETA to come and get you. Uh, not obviously hurt you in any way, of course, but... Uh, Verbally attack you and uh, bring it on, Peta. <laughs> I got I got a spirit helmet. You know what? It's nice and furry. <laughs> Those were Nick's last words. 
uh, uh, Nick's comments and 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 thoughts on on what he just talked about are his and his only, and not representative of anything. <laughs> Game Source on the back. You got <laughs> it. That's right, baby. Bring it on, come on, guys. <laughs> Uh, Nick versus PETA. Oh, my goodness. PETA. I mean, seriously, <laughs> it sounds like a, it sounds like something you eat, PETA. You know, it's ignorant people like that that are just, you know, they literally really not, have nothing else to do. Can someone remind me? I thought it was a video game podcast. <laughs> it is. They're bashing. They're bashing Mario. You know what? Mario was probably alive before their founder was alive. So they need to, you know, step up off Nintendo. And uh, Peter's heart is in the right place on a lot of occasions regarding the ethical treatment of animals, um, but sometimes it does go overboard, and their thoughts go overboard. Um, it may be in this case that they may not be doing the right thing by going after just a video game. Um, you know, if GTA 5, which comes out, has dog fighting in it, which, you know, quite possibly may happen, you know, then I could see them going after them and being justified. But Watch uh, out, Rockstar. <laughs> you know, in this case... Lawsuit coming your way, too. Wow, it's... You know, like I said, they they usually have their heart in the right place. In this case, maybe it's not 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 for the best. But go ahead, Nick. I'm continue on. What else was in the news? <laughs> no, I'm just you know I I had to put that out there because, I mean, you know if they're coming if that's the worst they're coming after uh, Grand Theft Auto Four, I I mean <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Grand Theft Auto Five officially announced. Yes. How much love is there left for the franchise? Not much. I well, when did four come out? Exactly. See. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> people are going to be stoked that there's another Gita, Grand Theft Auto game coming out because it's been so long. It's I been uh, since 2000. Uh, what? Yeah, what I was, 2009. I, was I think they should just nuke Grand Theft Auto. I think <laughs> nuclear bomb just needs to come down and just wipe out Sandra's. Hey, you know, we, <laughs> we should give you a page, like on your page, like things Nick hates, and it could just be like you could just list all the. Just so we have a reference of all the things that you hate, so we can, you know, not mention around you. So just give us a list of everything oh, yeah. that you hate. Well, you know, we just recently added the review database on www.yourgamesource.com. We may put the uh, Nick does not like this database right next to it, so. It'll probably get more hits. Live feedback. <laughs> you know what might be a shorter list? Things Nick does like. It'll probably be a shorter list. <laughs> our, our database will probably, like, not lag or anything. See, now there you go. Too many things in the Proactive thinking. I like that. Proactive thinking. Do you still like kittens? Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. No, I'm sorry. I love kittens. I don't want to offend PETA. Don't want them coming after me because I said I didn't like kittens. Because, you know, that might automatically be taken that I'm skinning them or something. Who knows? If you say you didn't like kittens, you'd probably be questioned whether or not you had an actual soul. Oh, yeah, you're right. They probably say that too. Gotta be careful about that. Don't want a suit don't want a lawsuit coming after me next. 
So, um, <laughs> going back to San Andreas, again, is that going to be the right move for them? Well, I think GTA Five is going to be really popular. And San Andreas, even though it's somewhere they, where they have been already, I think it's somewhere that they're familiar with, and they're going to create a big open world. And I think it's going to be... It's going to be uh, really, really popular. I think it's scheduled for next year, and if that's the case, I think you can just count that as one of the top five selling games next year already. It's going to be huge. Four, I, I totally agree. Number four was so popular, so. Sorry, I still think I give my vote to Bioshock Infinite. Okay, so Nick, you bash Call of Duty because they come out with a new game every year, so you mm-hmm. think it should fail. But <laughs> Grand Theft Auto hasn't had a game in a few years, and you think that's why it will fail? No, it's just that there's only so many pimps you can kill, so many <laughs> cars you can jack, so many bad things, which we ain't going to say on air, that you can do in the back of those cars with random women you just pick up all over town, so many people you can kill, so many people you can screw out of money and everything else in that game. I just figure at this point, you know, they're obviously they're going back to San Andreas because they don't have anything else to make a game out of. But there will always be that large group of 12-year-old boys that think it's the coolest thing ever to do all those things you just listed. I mean, whether or not the like people get interest for it, there's always going to be that group of prepubescent children who are like, this is the coolest thing ever. And well, now, mind why. you, it's supposed to be an M-rated game, and I remember when we were uh, controlling the air... Uh, the controlling the air, the ways when we were uh, selling at uh, at the stores that 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 Nick and I were managing, uh, <laughs> you know, we saw many uh, unwise parents bringing their kids up and their grandparents bringing their their grandkids up and buying the game. We would have to tell them each time, "Do you realize what Grand Theft Auto Four is all about? Do you realize it's an M-rated game and this happens and this happens and this happens?" Oh my gosh! You know, if I had a dollar for every time that the lies, the eyes just lit up on on all these parents and grandparents on what they do. Yeah, I, I used to be a cashier at Best Buy. Like, I had to tell them to do that all the time. And then it's then yeah. there's the kids. When you start to say that, the kids get this look on their face. Like, why are you telling them this? And then you ruin their day when the parents are like, um, no. But yep. then what bothers me is then there's the parents. This happens more often than not. You tell the parent this is rated M so on and so forth, and the parent looks at you, sighs, and goes, yeah, I know. And it's like, does your child have that much control over you that you can't tell them, no, you cannot play this game that is way too mature for you? Well, you know, I agree. You are preaching to the choir, and I think that is an excellent point. Chris, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, aside from us preaching about M-rated games and everything like that, I I do understand that, that GTA is probably not the best thing for 12-year-olds. I don't I don't really have much more to say about it. You guys are kind of giving all the examples away. And I did hear Nick try to say something. What were you saying, Nick? Oh, no, I just said I kind of resent, you know, Rockstar a little bit because I was, you know, had my life threatened back when we were running the stores that, you know, somebody was going to kill me if I didn't get them their Grand Theft Auto game. And, you know, thanks, Rockstar. <laughs> that is actually that is actually a true statement. Uh, Nick really? Was threat- Nick was threatened with bodily harm. Our shipment uh, 
uh, it was delayed on Grand Theft Auto 4 release day, and we had a line of about 100 individuals. And then the first one in line was uh, Threatening Nick, and I have never seen Angry Nick become so scared that he was ready to run was and it, flee for his life. Was it, who, was it like an adult? Yeah, a big guy. Oh, I was picturing like a little kid. If you wouldn't let him buy that's what I, okay, I heard the story the wrong way. I thought it was like a little kid who you wouldn't sell it to. <laughs> Uh, I I like that story better. He may have been a little kid inside, but he was a very big man. Like a 12 year old just like cursing you out because you won't film the game. I like, uh, this is the way I'm going to remember it. I love mine better. (laughs) Thanks, Sam. (laughs) Come on, what? Kaz Hazari. Hazar Harari. Kaz Harai. 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 Sorry, man. I was trying to make an update. All right. Um,. Did you get my update? Uh, what I put in bold? Yeah, that's what I'm opening up now. We're not putting. You better not putting this on the podcast. Well, I I I do. I like the fact. That I like to put those little bumpers on the front of the podcast. Now I think that's cool. Oh, I wonder if that means I can finally play the Halo theme <laughs> again on the opening. Oh. Well, no, the Halo theme comes on, but then you guys make whatever small talk you do that's kind of funny but not offensive during during the downtime that we have. I try to put a few seconds. You guys You sounded a dying cow. You guys even listen to your own podcast? I do. I don't. You messed up. That's scary. I don't like hearing myself. I don't like hearing you either. Kaz Hazari. Haza Harari. Kaz Harai. 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 <laughs> All right. Welcome, guys, to uh, another episode of Game Source Podcast. Uh, tonight, we are missing one of our faithful members. However, he will be joining us later in the podcast. But tonight, you have Who? Nick, we have Gerald, and we got Chris tonight. I hope I'm that faithful podcast member. Because it's another beautiful day in paradise. Now, Jamie's not going to be here tonight. Uh, and our new individuals that we will welcome aboard, we're going to have to welcome on board on another occasion. And Corey, well, he told me he just doesn't like you. I guess your silence says it all, doesn't it, Chris? Uh, no, it wasn't Chris. Chris said he doesn't like you, but he'll say that actually on air. But Corey's actually kind of nice and polite. Exactly. Uh, don't I just love you guys? <laughs> But that's so uh, up world. I have to say it. Don't okay. interrupt me. I'm in a mojo right now. Yes, don't interrupt his catchphrase. Yeah, interrupting my catchphrase is almost as dangerous as running in front of a freight train. Ah, uh, almost. Kill, or killing a zombie with a frying pan. No, that's easy if you have the right one. You, you have that, to have by like by like. Uh, by George Foreman or something like that. He probably makes those too. Can you imagine a George Foreman zombie killing frying pan? Yep. Yep, it'd be an uppercut. <laughs> oh, Gerald says nothing. Anyway. Uh, and I'm going to stay that way. I just, um, yeah. Bethesda announces that in an upcoming patch for Xbox. Didn't you just announce that was, you know, time for the news? Yeah. Is that really necessary? Um, there's yeah. something called a segue in podcasting and in radio where you segue the actual listeners so they can be eased into another direction as far as where we want to go. 
All right, my gaming listeners, let me ease you into the news. This is Game Source News. That was good. I'm impressed. (laughs) Bethesda announces that an upcoming patch for Xbox 360 owners that Elder Scrolls V Skyrim will now have Connect support with over 200 voice commands that will allow players to be able to perform drag and shouts, hotkey equipping, follower commands, as well as control all menus with their voice. There will also be new special map functions, more hotkey options, and the ability to sort items in your inventory by name, weight, and value. Does this mean a return to what the tam- Tamriel? <laughs> this is obviously someone who uh, didn't play the game to its full length or hasn't played it, the Elder Scrolls series, but now it uh, appears that you know you need to, even though you voted as one of your best games of last year. Yeah, I mean, if you don't know what that is, then uh, yeah, then you're not a gamer. I can already say that. And that's why I read the news. But you know, the, what? <laughs> so. So, yes. Do we have any, any input on that? Or are we just going to kind of brush over that? <laughs> yes, amazing. Tamriel. It's the, uh, you know, if you play the Elder Scrolls series, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, have to, I, I'll have to get you the copies. Oh, thank you. You know what? I think I did that pretty well with the exception of that pronunciation. Fair enough. But, oh, hey, well, by the way, that sound you heard was Microsoft handing over Bethesda a boatload of cash. So... Did they just hand them another boatload of cash? <laughs> yes. That sound you heard again was them handing a little, you know, a, a real boatload of cash. You know, because it, it, they didn't have to do it. It's already, the game's already been out for months, but, you know. Gerald's got a, hook, a direct hookup in Microsoft, so every time his phone rings, that's, that's Microsoft chiming in. There you go. That's Bethesda saying, cash, cash. Hey, Gerald, did you ever win, any, did you ever win that Vita from Taco Bell? No, and they never heard my complaint, so... So, does anybody yes. have anything to say about the about the news? The game's already been out for a few months. Like I said, you know, why would you want to bring that out unless Microsoft's giving you a, a nice wad of cash? Yeah, but how do you feel about this? That's something we haven't even talked about. You sound like a psychiatrist. <laughs> You know, is it necessary? No, but I mean, because the, the game itself is, lends itself to be, you know, well over 100 hours long. And 100 hours in, are you really going to be shouting, ooh, cha, cha, ooh, can cha? So. But, Gerald, how does that make you feel? <laughs> makes me feel like I want to take a sword and, throw, and put it right through your gut. Oh. You can do that and at the same time dual wield a fire attack and then burn him. Fair enough. Well, on that note, I love it. Maybe we should, you know, Chris. Maybe at, at this point in time of the podcast, we should stop being so hard on Nick, and we should just give him time to to assert his own popularity on the podcast, and and maybe we should just not be so hard on him for a short period of time. But then that would not make us your game source. On that note, PlayStation updated its Facebook with the quote: "Will vengeance bring redemption?" Or 19, 2012. Rumors are suggesting God of War 4. Why? Could this be true? Hopefully not. Okay, time's up after that statement. Yep. <laughs> he had his chance. 
Resident Evil. Kaz Hazari. Hazar Harari. Kaz Harai. 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 Welcome to uh, Game Source Podcast episode 48. Woo! Resident Evil 6. <laughs> Resident Evil 6. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a while since I've been on here. Sorry. Resident Evil 6 Podcast. Our exclusive preview of this horrible game. You know, my adventures at E3 led me to your booth, Capcom. And at first, I was very excited. Very excited. Until I got there. <laughs> and then I was not excited. As Jamie and I approached your booth, you said, Sorry, dude, we're not letting you in. And my response to that was not very proactive. <laughs> I just want to let you know. <laughs> you pieces of garbage <laughs> did not let me in to your crappy, unworthwhile, <laughs> and pathetic display of Resident Evil 6. Now, the reason why I say that is because as I look at it now, I'm, I'm even more disappointed than when I was actually there, to be completely honest with you. Um, however, as I you know, looked from afar, as Jamie entered in, <laughs> entered in, I said, you know, that looks like... <laughs> yeah, your battery. Um, unfortunately... As I turned on Resident Evil 6 uh, today, actually I had played the demo prior to this and I wasn't really satisfied with that either, but... Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I... <laughs> you know, it's really hard to like, freaking concentrate. Um, unfortunately, uh, Resident Evil 6 is not anywhere near the hype that, uh, that was really put on it at the show. And um, Unfortunately, your, your, your cinematics in this game did not, uh, didn't do any justice for it. Um, where should I start with how, how awful this is? There's um, no jump button. <laughs> why don't <laughs> keep rolling, I guess. Uh, how bad to you is Resident Evil 6? Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna trash it that bad. Despite the fact that it takes 20 minutes for you to actually be able to fire, fire a gun in the game, if you can get past the really bad close quarter combat, uh, aspects of the game, Targeting system uh, fails and falls short in a lot. Falls short in a lot of respects. Um, <laughs> as, we're watching, <laughs> as we're watching Leon go like kung fu on the zombie, um, this game falls. This game falls far below the mark, and the hype that was really put on it. Um, I, I I don't know, Joe. In my opinion, I, I think there was a tremendous amount of hype that was put on this game that that really uh, I really should have. Um, I guess starting start with the graphics. I, I understand Jamie and I were having this discussion earlier that the the cinematics, uh, the brief cinematic cutscenes in the in the game, uh, obviously increase load time, and that's regardless whether you're playing on X360 or PS3. And it's uh, it's. <laughs> As Brian or Bryce just presses random buttons. <laughs> um, what does this do? As we check out Leon's beautiful highlights he has in his hair. Um, we need to get into his hair. hair. <laughs> <laughs> he should really, he really focus on those herbal essence commercials. Um, 
Unfortunately, I think this game really falls short, especially in, in, uh, in graphics. Um, even compared to uh, Resident Evil 5, where um, I think a lot of the in-game, in-game graphics were a lot better textured, their graphics were more appealing. And, even and not as dark. And, and, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is a very, very dark game, and even raising the contrast level to, to one of the highest levels, unfortunately, you're not, you're not getting the real... Um, I think true survival horror feel, the environment, the ambience that you should out of this game. So that, first of all, really falls short. Um, even the in-game cinematics are not really, uh, I don't know, I wasn't really impressed with them graphically. Um, I, expe- I expected the graphics to be much more impressive uh, when, when you're during cutscenes. However, as Jamie said, I'll give it to him, uh, it does... It does very, very smoothly transition from cutscene straight to gameplay. So you're less going what the, you know, when a cutscene ends and you got, you know, like 14 zombies and, you know, a boomer looking zombie coming after you trying to, you know, eat you alive. But uh, <laughs> um, I think that aspect of it is uh, unique. However, gameplay wise, uh, it really, very, very big disappointment. Um, just mobility is limited. Camera angles are, are, are horrible. Horrible camera angles. Well, let me stop you mid and ask you a question. Do you feel this is another one of those that have been coming lately that they're slapping a name on, an established, well-established name, big name, to sell it? And didn't put the time into it to polish it? You know, I, I wouldn't say the game is under-polished. I, I think it's underdeveloped, to be honest with you. That'd probably be a better term for it. I... I think it is. I think they they didn't put enough. There's a lot, certainly a lot of design flaws. You're finding a lot of uh, uh, running into inanimate objects and having to be right spot on to be able to open doors, open drawers, and find ammo in places where you would never find them. As why uh, zombies are carrying nine millimeter rounds, I have no idea. Um, however, uh, it just seems like a lot of the. Um, a lot of the aspects in this game are very radical, and I don't think they were uh, very well thought out. Um, they didn't really maniacally think that out enough. So, okay. um, say if it catches on fire, that would roll anything on the floor yeah. and actually help quite a bit. Stop rolls. Obviously, certain incidents in the recent past have come to light that have raised a lot of awareness in both gun control and violent video games, whether it's for the Good or better, that, that's something that Nick, well, better known as Angry Nick on the site, SOS Rage, on his page at yourgamesource.com slash sosrage.html, what he brought up in an extensive article, and I've got him here today to speak out more on it. Uh, Nick, please, uh, just share us your thoughts with what's going on in your mind in regards to gun control versus video games. Hey, good uh, good evening, everyone. Um, actually, I'd have to say that the PETA thing was was pretty far up there on the controversy scale, man. I I gotta say. Well, you know, <laughs> PETA still, I'm sure, loves you for that. But that's we'll touch back on that another day. But right now, the focus <laughs> is on gun control and video game violence. Now, I don't really need to tell many of you out there listening right now that this is not the first time video games have been blamed for violence and all this other nonsense. And it certainly won't be the last, as long as we unfortunately will have those type of incidents. Don't you agree? 
Oh, absolutely. I, I think is these incidents, uh, unfortunately, and they will, unfortunately, and it's, it's really sad to say, they will get worse. And I don't know how you can top uh, something as just unbelievably tragic and terrible as, as the uh, taking the innocent lives of children. However, uh, as we've recently seen in, uh, in the media, you, know, you have people who are potentially mimicking these these actions and, and unfortunately you know, slaughtering more innocent people. But the bottom line is that video games are not the, the core central factor behind as to why the psychological mentality between between these people is is going on now. Uh, you know, making reference again to to my article I wrote. You know, the recent controversy brought up related issues to you know possibly putting restrictions on on video games and and violent video games. Now, as you know from previous podcasts, listen, I I hate Grand Theft Auto. Okay, I have no problem saying that. I, I don't. I have absolutely no appeal to that. Uh, almost got mauled over it, okay? The whole core concept behind that is, yeah, I guess people can get violent when they don't get their video games. However, to say ignorantly that video games are the president behind the reason why people commit ridiculous crimes and Grand Theft Auto and murder – is 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 ignorant and and collectively you know there's there's really two sides there really are two sides of the issue you, you have one where you have NRA members and you have US government officials legislative officials court officials uh, police officers and 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 what what be you um you know they they're unable to find a reasonable conclusion as to why this event happened so the easy scapegoat is is well Video games are the the ones to blame because they're putting uh, violent mentality into to young children to commit crimes. You know that's that is so unbelievably ignorant of people to say. Because, I, I mean, are games reasonably violent? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look at Call of Duty. You have a realistic warfighter. Uh, well, what do you say this? Because um, there was, uh, unfortunately, such a massacre that took place overseas uh, in the recent past. I believe it was last year, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, excuse me, 2011, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and the person who did it, unfortunately, uh, left a, a, in his note, uh, indicated that Call of Duty was for him a great uh, killing simulator. What do you say to someone who who actually did the crimes and then would would say something of that nature? But you know, consequently, how however unfortunate as that event was, was that that's one out of several people. I, I mean, you know, that's that's taking an isolated incident, and, and I'm not saying that you know the fact that that massacre happened was was any any less tragic or any, I'm not I'm not downplaying it, but you're taking an isolated incident like that. And you're, um, and not you, you, of course, but you know, you, you have you have press, you have media who immediately are jumping on the fact. Well, that shows you right there that uh, he went out and committed those crimes because it was a uh, it, it was a simulator that helped him helped him uh, enhance his killing experience. And I mean, you could say that about anything. You know, you, you can you can get flight simulator. Um, you know, and give it to a potential terrorist and go. Oh well, that was a great simulator to help me. Uh, take down a jet and uh, kill thousands of people. I, I mean, 
you know, you can you can take any video game, you can play Assassin's Creed, and after it play, oh well, now I know how to conceal a blade in my in my arm and go and kill people silently and sit and, and sit on random benches. I I mean, you know, it the concept conceptually, it's such a a ignorant and stupid thing to say that these government officials, you know, instead of thinking of something productive and 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 realistically something that that could be a potential factor in helping to reduce these types of situations are uh, you know tighter security restrictions on public schools uh metal detectors armed security forces people who are are trained to to shoot people on sight i i mean i don't know think of something creative not well video games are to blame no, you people are stupid. Video games are not to blame for that. I, you know, as as a parent, you you look at these kind of things and you're like, well, would I allow my ten year old to sit in front of the TV and play Call of Duty? Uh, would I allow my twelve year old to play Grand Theft Auto and learn how to pimp hoes, uh, jack cars? Uh, do drug deals, mow people over in the car. No, of course I wouldn't because I'm a responsible parent. And, you know, sorry, but for you parents out there who, you know, are, are too oblivious and don't want to take the time to raise your children ready uh, the, the correct way, shame on you. You're the stupid ones because you're grooming your children to be potential killers. You're the one grooming your children to go out and commit mass killing sprees. Uh, you know, give your give your child a freaking football or a basketball. Let them go outside and, and get some exercise and play instead of sitting in front of your Wii and your uh, your Xbox all day. I, I you know, are are can games contribute to the psychological mentality and and give people the tendencies to do those kinds of things? Possibly. You know, I don't launch a psychological study on that, but realistically can you sit someone down in front of a video game have them play for three hours and go okay well do you feel like killing people now it just conceptually it, it it's just i think it's a really just ignorant thing ignorant thing to say and i think they're using that as as one avenue because they can't find a reasonable circumstance they can't find reasonable conclusion as to why this happened because they don't know. So they're trying to, to, to blame an avenue that is uh, unfortunately commonly, commonly blamed for these kinds of things. And, you know, if this is just one more attack on the gaming community, I, you know, I, I just, uh, you know, and again, my, my opinion on this is, is, is strong because, you know, I'm, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a. I don't hate the government. Okay, I, I don't. I don't think that. You know, you should. Oh, that'll put you on a watch list if you are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I don't think you should Nazi bomb the government and stuff like that. You know that that's not what I'm saying at all. All I'm saying is, is that you know, instead of of just blindly blaming and finding other avenues to blame, you know, channel your resources and means that's going to be uh, counterproductive. You know, find find avenues that you can protect our children, protect our schools, 
protect our students, our staff, our teachers, our parents. Think of uh, creative and, and fundamentally important things that you are able to to offer and creative insight you're able to offer, not not carelessly blame games because games aren't the problem, people. NRA members, government, legislative officials, that's not why this happened. It's because you fail, you failed to put the appropriate resources in place to protect those kids. And because you screwed up, you screwed up, you did. You screwed up and don't know how to protect our public schools appropriately because of you and your lack of available resources and security protocols and procedures. That's why this happened. And, you know, it's not anybody's fault in particular. I mean, I'm sure the public school system didn't uh, plan for, you know, a massive assault on on young children. And, and, you know, I don't want to sound ignorant by – by, you know, doing the same thing they're doing and, and, and just blanket blaming, you know, people. But unfortunately, these children shouldn't have had to die, you know, in this this terrible, terrible, tragic event for somebody to finally go, oh, hey, wow. Well, you know, we probably should have maybe considered putting some tighter security measures in place. Oh, so it took the death of 20 innocent lives for you, for somebody to finally go, oh, our bad, you know, and and then to turn around. But and then, go, uh, but what I say is, if if you know how many how many schools, even if there are more fortified and armed and whatnot, how many could actually handle an uh, a individual who was so heavily armed? And, and you know, and and that's a good point too. And, and and again, you know, you can't you can't predict these things because you you don't know the mentality and, and the reasoning behind these individuals. And and you know, as a, as a common trait that you found, look at the uh, look at the individual who killed all those innocent li- who who took all those innocent lives in the movie theater. And, and then, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't he try to commit suicide after after the uh, event? Most likely, that's correct. Yes. So I, I mean, there, there's obviously some kind of, of I, I don't know, some kind of trait here that people are following, and and you know, after you take all those lives, yeah, you know, I couldn't live with myself either. But you know, it, it's it's really, you know, it, it's just irritating because it couldn't be the parents that you know are, are instructing their children at the age of ten uh, how to fire a rifle, uh, you know, how to shoot a handgun. How, how to shoot to kill with a shotgun with an intent to kill. You, you know, no. Blame the hillbillies and, you know, the video games for all that. And, and uh, you know, it's the video games that are influencing and grooming our, our grade-A killers, our assassin, our war veterans. Uh, you know, why even send people through basic training? You might as well just have them play Call of Duty because they'll get all the basic concepts they need to kill in that one, right? Uh, you know, it's – you know, you might as well blame – uh, 90% of our crime rate on video games because it's the Grand Theft Auto and it's the St. Rose out there that's teaching people how to, you know, jack cars, how to uh, pimp people out, you know, how to bang them hoes, how to, you know, conduct drug deals, run around, beat people with dildo bats. I mean, you know, that's some grade A education right there. I, You know, it's it's a combination of poor parenting, and 
you know, yes, do they need to have tighter gun control? Absolutely, they need to have tighter gun control. I couldn't agree more. To take firearms away, you know, I don't know. As a Christian, I don't believe in, uh, you know, going out and, and I, you know, I don't know. I, I, you know, we're not going to get into a religious moral standpoint, you know, for the nature of this podcast. However, going out and taking somebody's life, I, I couldn't personally ever imagine doing something like that. However, you know, is it your constitutional right? Is it, is it your legal right to possess a firearm to protect yourself against somebody else? Yeah, it is. Should there be tighter gun control restrictions so that people don't buy guns and kill people? Yeah, there should be. Um, the core concept is, is that guns don't kill people themselves. People kill people. And, you know, that's something that should really obviously be, be really closely examined by, you know, the NRA, by the government, is that, you know, the, the guns don't – the guns aren't flying off the shelves killing people themselves. It, it's people with the intent to do harm to others. And I can't sit here and tell you what restrictions we can put in place to stop that, but – Somebody out there can. Somebody who is educated and has a psychological degree, um, a, a degree in psychology, and who can who can do those kinds of psychological studies and evaluations on on people prone to commit violent crimes, they can come to a conclusion as to what measures may need to be put into place. But something needs to. You know, the the other side is is uh. <clears throat> you know, and it really this this runs parallel. Related to violent video games, you know, companies such as Best Buy, you know, GameStop, the Game Worlds, Play and Trade, uh, uh, Blockbuster, all these people who sell these types of games, they should be very strict adhering to the sales of mature and adult rated titles. They, they, they should have been doing that all along. Gerald and I can't tell you how many times we've had young kids coming in. We had to turn away and have their parents come in because they weren't 18 or older. However, you know, it shouldn't, it shouldn't take a tra- tragic event like this for company uh, corporate heads to go, oh, wow, crap. I guess we should really be checking people's ID more and, and, and shouldn't be handing these violent games out to these young children because an event like this could happen from it. You know, it, it shouldn't realistically have taken something like that to occur for, for somebody to say, oh, well, we should have been doing that all along. So, you know, do I agree that there should be some tighter measures on the sale of mature rated content? Yeah, but I believe that, you know, way before this even happened, they call it mature rated games for a reason. Blood, guts, gore. Uh, you know, children shouldn't be playing those types of games. And it's your irresponsibility as a parent and it's your ignorance as a parent for letting your young children play that kind of content. And And I don't care what moral standpoint you give me. You're wrong. I, I don't care really what you have to say. You're wrong. There is nothing that you can tell me that makes it right letting a 10-year-old sim- play a simulated game to kill human beings. It, there just isn't. There isn't anything wrong. So don't even waste your time submitting anything to be telling me I'm wrong because you're wrong. So, you know, my, my conclusion really to this whole thing is people need to – the government, NRA, whoever else is in on this, this, this you know – mess this yeah just mess you know take responsibility for what happened 
and take the appropriate security precautions and measures, you know, to, to, to not let that kind of stuff happen anymore. And like I stated earlier, think of, of gun control methods and security protocols and procedures and trained officials and armed security and tighter security measures and cameras, uh, Put up in a freaking electrical fence if you need to. I, I don't really care what you need to do, but but the the core thing is here, here is that you need to work together, you know, as a nation to develop a strategy to to stop these people from from taking innocent lives, and and that's really the bottom line. So that, that's all I got to say about that. Your life force is running out. The round table of We're back with the world-famous round table of doom. Doom? Question mark? It sounded somebody was trying to make a really bad bow movement. <laughs> well, that would fit. That's kind of doom. <laughs> you obviously haven't heard the doom promo that I put on there. I should not have had the chimichangas. Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Too, much chungas of doom. Too much Can I just say I have missed you all very much. Ditto. Ditto. Yes. <laughs> Feeling the man love, Jamie. Feeling the man love. Hey, hey, don't take it there, dude, okay? <laughs> well, it is almost Valentine's Day. You know you know I love you, Jamie. Well, it is almost Valentine's Day. You are right, too. <laughs> well, send them flowers. Holy place on that part. Send them flowers. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I do not want that doom. <laughs> okay, last week, uh, actually on the last podcast as well, we talked about Sony's big announcement. Humongous amount announcement coming uh, this February 20th. Um, it's going to be held uh, and unveiled, whatever it is, in New York City. Um, pretty much everybody has a good idea that it most likely will be announced that the PlayStation 4 uh, will be available um, or will be made available to the public as far as uh, being unveiled. So I've gathered everyone here again today to give their thoughts because this is such a big, huge announcement that I thought, hey, I need as many voices as possible to let you know out there uh, exactly the inside scoop on what Sony is going to do. Wait, Jamie. Game yes. Source Protein Bar. We that was just bad, okay? Because I'm not even going to go where I could take that. First, he talks about Valentine's Day. Then he talks about Philly Man Love. Now he wants to talk about a protein bar. I think he needs a nap. Hey, any time of the year, you can go lift weights with protein bars, man. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, I'm just wrong with that. I'm just going running with the whole, you know, nutrition and. All right. So my first question is, why the change when Kaz Harai? Kaz Hazari. Hazari. Kaz Harai. 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 The CEO of Sony said him to himself, said himself that they were going to let Microsoft go first. Well, I mean, one, I don't know why Sony's being a bunch of pansies all of a sudden and. I, I don't know. I mean, really, realistically, I, I don't know. Maybe they realize that, you know, the new Xbox uh, is going to be so competitive in nature that they feel 
I need to get a head start because if it, if it ends up resulting in anything like the um, sales numbers from when the Xbox 360 came out, and correct me if I'm wrong, I know we were, um, I mean, we were, I think we were working as contract for Sony at that time, correct me if I'm wrong, Gerald, but um, sales, at least at that point, were, were actually fairly competitive. If not, Xbox was probably highly in favor, just especially once the Kinect was introduced. So, um, I mean, I, I don't know really enough at this point to, I, I mean, I can, I can make a conjecture based on how the previous next-gen console was released and, you know, face it. I mean, Microsoft is a force to be reckoned with. Um, it's, it's not going to be, shouldn't be any surprise to anybody that they probably have a beast that's being like caged right now and Sony's probably going to wet themselves. So they figure they try to get a head start on things and, you know, try to get a boost on sales, which, you know, if for the sudden change of heart, I don't know, that, that doesn't really put Sony in my, my high hopes right now. So. I I mean that's my opinion. I don't know. I mean, there obviously this the sudden change of heart um, is to draw attention to them and try to probably draw attention away from Microsoft, which again probably doesn't mean anything good for Sony. So, that why do you think they showed the God of War Ascension video and and spending the money on that on the Super Bowl instead of maybe doing the teaser trailer, which might have because you know if it is the PlayStation Four, it's going to more affect Sony as a company than whatever God of War Ascension can do, correct? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're referring to a greater sense of excitement being, you know, sparked by, you know, the next-gen, the Orbit, Orbis, whatever their new freaking console is, Circle, I don't know, but, you know, whatever, whatever stupid name they want to come up with it next, I mean... I mean, I, yeah, I, for, for them to, for them to, um, show a teaser trailer of a game, and even though God of War is obviously a very popular title, um, for Sony, I think, in hindsight, they probably would have been more beneficial, yeah, probably showing a, you know, some kind of teaser trailer, or even if they, they were impartial and showed, something suggesting the release of the new system, even if they, they weren't going to, you know, again, the Super Bowl, you know, doing the, doing it during those commercials probably would have been a, a, um, a very good marketing move. But uh, we all know that Sony doesn't thrive on uh, intellectual marketing moves. So um, they probably, that is exactly why, because someone obviously lacked the intellect in their, their marketing department, as they always have been, and uh, continue to do so, apparently. Um, so we see that they haven't really changed. Uh, but um, that that is really what I can draw a conclusion on as to why they probably didn't do that. Uh, yeah, God of War is not going to get them the sales that they want. Um, they probably should have made an intellectual move. And, um, yeah, they, they should have just showed some something relating to the, the PlayStation 4. Uh, the Super Bowl would have been a better time, if any. I mean, you got more eyes glued to the television than than pretty much any other time of the year. So, yep, Sony just fouled up again.
Hey everyone, this is Nick from Game Source with another episode of the Rage Review. This week, first impressions of Saints Row 4. So to say the very least, my initial reaction with the official announcement of this title as an August 2013 release was... Say what? They actually put the manpower into making another title? What this series has always lacked is structure, ingenuity, and concept. Taking the same basic structure of a game, rehashing it with new elements of the same game doesn't make it a good game. It makes it the same game with new things in it. There aren't any real distinguishing characteristics or components throughout the series that really inspire players to continue playing. Provided it's sold over 6 million copies, it's a really a wonder why it has, or really why it continues to draw gamers in. Maybe it is that component that it is so far out there that people just want to play it. But... With the same bland, uninteresting storyline with very subtle differences in the protagonists, the concept remains lacking in a real purpose. From the beginning, very beginning, first Saints Row, there were three rival gangs. Your basic objective was to command and conquer, overtake the gangs, control the city, then what? Some obscure, off-the-wall ending comes into play, and, there, and then that just leaves another open-ended opportunity for the next Saints Row to come out. Sound familiar? If that wasn't bad enough, you then take the same lack of interest and concept and you apply it to two other games. Saints Row 2 and Saints Row 3. Was it not a clue the first couple games that this game lacks definitive purpose? At this rate, we'll have an infinite number of Saints Row's titles coming out. Because if the three new rival gangs is trying to take over the city, if they're out sprouting up, then now it's extraterrestrial beings like in Saints Row 4. Maybe their next major component will be uh, combating and battling the undead, because they haven't experimented with that yet. Or maybe fighting ghosts and teaming up with the Ghostbusters will be their next best hit in Saints Row 5 and 6. What this game lacks is a strong storyline, any kind of real realism, gameplay interest, and a worthwhile reason to continue playing. Our first impression of this game is underwhelming, disappointing, and to say the very least, not worth playing. Just the initially released game trailer footage stages much of the same type of gameplay with newfound superhuman abilities and, and that these characters now possess. This series has long since reached the end of its lifeline, and developers appear to just be grabbing at whatever straws that they possibly can to try to breathe life into a dying franchise. This game is already far over the top, implying telekinetic power, superhuman strength, the ability to leap billings in a single bound, and run faster than your favorite sports car on a Sunday morning. Guys, leave that. Leave the work to Superman. That's his department. This franchise needed to end two games ago, and you just can't accept the fact that it's over and some deep-driven, obsessive need to continue making more of these garbage games and to continue this franchise will inevitably end bitterly. First impressions equals three thumbs down. With an overly involved and ridiculously misplaced and misguided story concept, lack of impressive graphics, lack of new gameplay concepts and mechanics, and lack of anything real, new, and creative, this game is destined for failure. Sorry. But, remember, if you want to check out more on this game, you can find out more by checking us out at www.yourgamesource.com. To view the latest and greatest in all gaming news and entertainment, swing by our website and or check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And don't forget to grab our mobile app version of the website, too. So, that's it for today, everybody. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Until next time.
thank you for listening to the Angry Dick Special here at GameSource. If you have any comments or questions, please feel free to leave it on our GameSource Facebook page, our new forums page at yourgamesource.com, or also shoot us an email at yourgamesource at yahoo.com. And remember, all of Nick's opinions are his and his alone, and don't necessarily represent those of GameSource Nevada or your friends here at yourgamesource.com. Thank you again for listening, and have a good one. <laughs> Nick, Nick. <laughs> Somebody is echoing. You would be like in an acid trip to listen to this podcast. <laughs> I would do the same thing. Oh, man. <laughs> if you are high and you were listening to this, I am so sorry. Kaz Hazari. Kaz Harai. Harai. Harai.